0: Reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom patrol! Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host Scott Bulls, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are looking at Doom Patrol number 37 from October 1990. It's Grant Morrison, Richard Case, and Mark McKenna back together again. Oh yeah, <laughs> doing their Doomy thing. Sure. Hmm. This is an amusing cover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of like the men from nowhere, is that right? Just that little... was one of the one of the small flaws of the, the Morrison run. A lot of the sort of <laughs> esoteric bad guys looked kind of the same. Very alien, very angular. Yeah, yeah. Big on the geometry. But these guys aren't the men from nowhere, these are the men from outer space. Right. Oh, yes, because we're moving into... We're moving into Rhea Jones's story. Hmm. Hmm. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. All righty. Yeah, it is a cool little cover there with their <laughs> their big faces. All righty. So we open up and we get kind of a ginormous recap page, sort of, for anyone who might have been thinking this was the time to dive into the Doom Patrol. This little page looks to be the page you needed. It is... Let me see, it's... Yeah, it's written by Grant Morrison, and it's, uh... He calls it the voice of doom. Yeah, basically it's... Well, it's fun. It's probably fun to read. So, Grant says, you know the feeling... You've just settled down in your favorite chair with a cool comic book in your hand and a barrel of ice cream Snickers bars by your side. Mm. I wish. Totally. The sun is shining. The rain is falling. That is exactly what today was like. The sun was out. The rain was falling. Grant is like right Did beside you me. You, I didn't get any uh, rain here. No. Oh, it was. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we got the rain. We got the sun. It was all happening. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so he's you're just about to embark on my greenest adventure when some bastard behind you starts to talk and just won't shut up. It's like this: yes. years ago, this professor type called Niles Calder decided to assemble a team of superpowered freaks, for want of a kinder word. He scoured the neighborhood and he found Cliff Steele, Larry Trainer, and Rita Farr. Okay, Steele was a race car driver who'd been involved in some sort of horrendous crash. His body was beyond repair, but Calder managed to rescue Steel's brain and rehouse it in a robot body. Steel, not surprisingly, was less than elated, but what could he do? The other guy, (laughs) Larry Trader, was an Air Force pilot whose body was occupied by a mysterious negative energy being. This creature had all kinds of strange powers, but its presence in Larry's body resulted in him having to be swathed in specially treated bandages to protect others from the radiation he was now emitting. Another happy guy. (laughs) and as for Rita Farr she was this Hollywood actress who could alter her size without even going on a diet (laughs) that's totally uh, (laughs) yeah that's totally very very glib yeah yeah this bunch of moaning bastards fought all kinds of weird and unsavory menaces including the brotherhood of evil before being blown up on some island somewhere end of the story right Well, except that they all survived, (laughs) except for poor old Rita, and the Doom Patrol was recreated. More adventures followed, and then most of them all got killed again. This is not the luckiest of groups, you know. Niles Calder, who's just a guy who can't say no, reassembled the team yet again. Steel was still in the team, but now he was joined by this woman called Crazy Jane, Her real name's Kay Chalice, and as a result of abuse suffered when she was a kid, she's developed 64 distinct personalities. And to make matters worse, each of the personalities has its own metahuman ability. Crazy Jane's kind of flaky, but Steel's been trying to help her organize and catalog her various selves. As for Larry Trainer, he'd managed to get rid of the negative energy being, and he was beginning to lead a normal life. He shouldn't have bothered. The negative spirit returned, revealed itself as some kind of sentient entity, and then fused Larry's body and mind with the body and mind of one Dr. Eleanor Poole. The resulting hermaphroditic creature wrapped itself in bandages and christened itself Rebus. The other survivors from the second incarnation of the Doom Patrol are Josh Clay, who now operates as the team physician, and Rhea Jones. Rhea, who has magnetic powers and used to be known as Lodestone, has been in a coma for a while. You still following me? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's Dorothy Spinner, an ape girl from Kansas, who can externalize and objectify the contents of her subconsciousness. She's still in training. Anyway, since their second rebirth, the team has been up against all kinds of bizarre absurdities. The Scissormen from the fictional bone city of Orkwith, Red Jack, who claimed to be both God and Jack the Ripper, and who fed on the pain of a million pinned butterflies. (laughs) The Brotherhood of Dada, a gang of absurdist supervillains led by Mr. Nobody, who managed to trap Paris inside a painting, the Cult of the Unwritten Book, and Mr. Jones and the Men from Nowhere. The Men from Nowhere are reality enforcers who exist to eradicate quirks and eccentricities. Their most recent target was Danny the Street, a sentient transvestite avenue who can travel from place to place. The Doom Patrol turned up in time to save Danny and his friend, Sarah Furness, from certain destruction. And that's where they met the now-legendary Flex Mentalo, man of muscle mystery. Flex claims to be a world-renowned superhero who lost his memory as a result of a run-in with the men from nowhere. Meanwhile, back at the Doom Patrol's mountain headquarters, Rhea Jones has awakened from her coma. And there's a curious kind of spaceship thing moving toward the planet Earth. And, well, is any of this making sense? Maybe I should start again. <laughs> oh, shut Next up. It's the recap. It's a nice jumping on point. Totally. Now, if this is what recap pages were like, mm-hmm. I would be down with having pages like this at the beginning of my book. Totally. Yes. Because that is everything you ever needed to know. About the team. Yeah, sure. Yep. Of course, it's a lot of reading. So, you know, if you're not into that reading thing, that is maybe not the... Yeah, uh, <laughs> if, you're more of, if you're leaning on the picture side of the words and pictures spectrum of comic book reading, then yeah, perhaps not so much. That you. was a tough uh, thing for you, but... That's why we're here. We read it for you. That's so you... right. <laughs> Just uh, perk up your ears and you're good. Yep. Alrighty, so we dive into the story, and it uh, it looks like we're at the uh, Doom Patrol cave, and it uh, looks like there's a circus coming to town hmm Uh-huh. Alrighty. so I think it's Cliff. Well, it's like I said when we got this, when we got back. There's this sentient, transvestite street called Danny, okay? Danny also has the power to travel anywhere in the world, but these guys called the men from nowhere were trying to kill him. They were created by this other guy, Mr. Jones, who claimed to be the most normal man in the world. The thing is, they're not the original men from nowhere. According to this guy we found, an old-time crime fighter called Flex Mentalo, Maybe I had to stop and start again, Chief. <laughs> Chief's like, I think I've picked up the gist of it, Cliff. Yeah, well, this guy Mentalo, he seems to think that the men from nowhere are planning something big. I don't know, this whole thing's crazy. I thought you enjoyed the craziness. You told me it keeps your, or it kept your mind occupied, says the Chief. And Cliff is like, I'm not complaining, but sometimes it might be nice to just stop a bank robbery or foil a criminal mastermind. You know, like the regular super guys. <laughs> Where's that terrible Doctor Time? That's right. Fight <laughs> like that guy again. He was awesome. That's right. They got to move back to their old town, which had bank robberies happening all the time. Crazy bank robberies. That's right. Once you move into JLA country, those bank robberies just are not happening. Oh yeah. Well, who's gonna rob a bank? You know, somewhere Superman used to hang out. That's right. Because you know he comes back every once in a while just to see what's going on. That's right. It's always on his radar. (laughs) No good. And the chief says, Nonsense, Cliff. It's essential that we leave such feeble-minded pursuits to the muscle-bound Cretans who enjoy them. (laughs) Our work is far more important. Tell me, Cliff, do you feel anything strange? Yeah, now that you mention it, I feel kind of pulled, like a big magnet. And the chief agrees. Has this got something to do with what you said about Ria? And they're at the uh, the edge of the uh, of Ria's room, I guess. And uh, the chief punches a button or two. Josh, it's me. Is it safe for us to come in? Yeah, I guess so, says Josh. Just remember to hold on to your fillings. <laughs> <laughs> the chief says, "I must warn you, Cliff. Ria is not entirely as you remember her." I think that's the truth. <laughs> they enter the room and and uh Cliff is like, "Oh my god, and we've got all this metal stuff floating around the room and Joshua's looking up at something." And then we uh flip the page, and we get the splash page of it was a nice nice surprise. Totally splash page. totally totally. We've got Rhea hanging out floating on the air there, buck naked, no face a giant green eye right above her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> in the chestal area. In her chestal area, that's right. And everything me- or metal is just kind of floating around her. She's like, Cliff, long time no see. <laughs> I find it difficult to believe that they have that much cutler laying around in uh, the Doom Patrol cave. <laughs> in the Doom Patrol Or, yeah, in her... Uh... Yeah, in her room specifically. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a key maybe, but a hammer... That makes me kind of think like maybe Dorothy was there and she went to the kitchen, grabbed a bunch of stuff and just sort of (laughs) tossed them in the room to see them float around. (laughs) Totally. Hey, I heard this myth. There's this magnetic chick down the hall. (laughs) Check this out. what we can get floating (laughs) floating floating around. around. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And the chief says, I was right about the chrysalis state. You see? Rhea, how do you feel? Fine, I feel great. (laughs) Why, do I look funny or something? She says, (laughs) striking a pose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got rid of the mullet, so that's a step forward. (laughs) In some quarters, your appearances might be regarded as a little disconcerting. You look somewhat unusual, shall we say. She just thinks, well, I like it. I think it's more interesting than looking just the same as everyone else. I mean, you're no oil painting yourself. <laughs> I don't think he's trying to be rude, Rhea, says Josh. I'm sorry, it's just all these questions. I've got things to do, I think. I can't really stay around here. I have to check up on some things. Hmm. So she starts walking. Oh, and she's got a green eye on her back, too. So she's got one on her chest and one just above her butt. Excellent. The thing is, the world's got nerves. It's like a person, but I can't explain it properly. There are nerves running under the skin of the world. And the chief is getting all scientific-y. Could these nerves be what the Chinese refer to as Lung... Lung Mi? Lung Mei? Dragon lines? Ria? I guess. It's the nervous system of the world, and I'm wired into it, so I just can't hang around. It's Mm. like a net, a burning net, all running with fire, and it's in me, like I'm plugged into a big switchboard burning rock in my veins and my nerves strung across the whole world like a net. Like a burning net. And (laughs) that's when Dorothy comes in. Who wants coffee? Who wants tea? Coffee? Tea? (laughs) (laughs) I want to get out of here, says uh, Sarah. They've kind of moved to a different part of the headquarters. Listen, I must get out of here. I have to see Danny. Um... Says Dorothy, well, Professor Calder says you can wait till he's finished. He's real busy right now, but he won't be long. (laughs) And Sarah's like, we've already been an hour. I must get out. And uh, Flex Mentalo agrees. It's important that I see Professor Calder right away. Something has to be done about the men from nowhere and the Pentagon horror. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. deepens. Yes. Tell him I have to see him right away. I told him, says Dorothy. He won't be long, really, he said. Who does he think he is? We've been here for an hour. The fate of mankind hangs in the balance. I've got to see him now. Dorothy's... <laughs> she's... On, she's, uh... She's doing her best there. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll go talk to Professor Calder again. Meanwhile, Crazy Jane has just been, uh, looking in the mirror. Trying on different outfits... Pulling a card out of her coat, I think. Puts on a hat. <laughs> I don't see why I should have to run around fetching tea and coffee with everyone shouting at me. And uh, while this continues in the background, Crazy Jane's had enough. She glares at them and she... Uh, <laughs> and she shouts, Why don't you irritating bastards shut up for a minute? And that, of course, shuts them up. Yeah. Dorothy, however, is like, Nice hat. And Jane agrees. I think so, too. That is quite the hat. It is. It's like a... It, a big, poofy engineer's hat. Like a train, train engineer? Kind of, yeah. With little jigsaw puzzle pieces imprinted yeah. on it. Mm. Crazy Jane is trying out a new look. It's part chef hat, part <laughs> engineer hat. Yes. Very puffy. Yes. A puffy hat and a big jacket and puffy sleeves or frilled sleeves. Yeah, it's a new look for Crazy Jane. She's getting her fashion on there. All right, so we go out into space and we meet the spacemen again. Surely we must be within, re- within range now if, as you say, the geomancers arrived ahead of us. I'd prefer to send down our probes as soon as possible. We're almost there, and you must remember that Huss and his ultraquists are no more familiar with this planet than we are. I don't think we should panic just yet. Panic? If we fail, the cage will most certainly hand us over to the anathematicians. Panic is far too mild a word. (laughs) Hmm. So we get back to Rhea. She's playing with forks, not really paying attention to the chief. (laughs) Do you remember anything of what's been happening to you while you've been asleep? Do you have any idea what boosted your power? Was it the gene bomb, perhaps? No, I don't think I remember much. Music, maybe strange music. Was there a knife? A man with a knife? Sorry, but I'm bored now. <laughs> Can you hear the music? Calliope's playing. Children shouting. The circus is back in town. I think I'd rather visit the circus than stay here. And uh... well, sure. <laughs> I don't even think the Doom Patrol cave has, has cable. so... <laughs> That's right. The circus is the only entertainment they've got right now. Cliff, however, wants Rhea to hang around. He's like, wait! But she, of course, flies off, and all the metal in the building comes, plinking down to the ground. Circus? What's she talking about? What's circus? And Joshua reminds us that Rhea used to work in a circus when she was younger, Think she was the circus strong girl. Magnetic powers, you know. So where is this circus? we got to find out where this circus is and get Rhea back before something happens. And Rebus comes on in. He says he, she, it. <laughs> the circus is outside. I've come to warn you, forces are being gathered. Outside. Something is manipulating time and space. The quantum mesh is full of stresses. The circus is outside. So what are we doing hanging around here? Let's get out there. Very cool. That's kind of cool, the way that uh, Morrison kind of pulls it all back together. Like, he he brings her little circus history in there and leaves yeah, yeah. it right into his story of weird. Which is cool. If you're going to bring a character, or if you're going to have a character kind of sidelined for a while and then bring her back when you've got a story, this is kind of the way to do it. Yeah, what was she called when she was in the circus? She was... Uh... She... I can't remember if she used her real name. or Is she like Rhea the Jungle Girl or something? Oh, she might have been. I've forgotten those stories. (laughs) I have forgotten. She basically used her powers to be like a circus strongman. Totally. So, we find Rhea wandering over to the circus and we get the... uh, Ringleader? I guess that's what he is. Master. The master of ceremonies there. Well, 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 and what do we have here? Do I recognize this pretty lady? I think I do. Didn't you used to be, there you go, Rena, the Amazon girl. The strongest Amazon little girl. girl in the world. <laughs> yes, that was me. Welcome home, Rina. Here, a jar of honey for the Lady of the Labyrinth. Step right this way. And then the Doom Patrol arrives at the circus. All the fun of the fair, huh? This must be the spookiest circus I've ever seen. And, yes, we've got all kinds of crazy things in the, excuse me, in the background there. Mm -hmm. And Cliff calls over to some strong man. You, hey you, you seen a girl with red hair around here? like there's no point asking me I'm just the dwarf the what (laughs) yeah sure thing pal you're a six foot plus dwarf no those are the midgets you're thinking of I'm not a midget I hate midgets dwarfs are different dwarfs can be any size as long as they're small inside (laughs) (laughs) right says cliff empty says rebus this circus is empty. Carousels turn. Generators rumble. But there's nothing here. Can't you feel it? <laughs> we get a picture of the bedlam bouncer. The whisper twister. It's all got this faintly demonic look to it. Nothing, says Rebus. Nothing living is here. And we go inside the circus and we see the, uh, Master of Ceremonies there and, and the, the, the uh, Audience is filled, but they're all like cardboard cutouts, just kind of propped up in their chairs. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Hill Brothers Circus is proud, honored to present to you those world-renowned acrobatic marvels Romulus and Remus, the Siamese Aerialists. (laughs) So dedicated are they, and so perfect is their concentration that their act has been refined down to an essence Their skills have been honed so finely that their performance is now entirely conceptual. They soar and swoop, wizards of the trapeze, without ever leaving the ground. The grand gestures of lesser talents are distilled by Romulus and Remus into the merest, most meaningful muscular tremors, each tiny movement encoding a world of thrills and danger. (laughs) Lovely. It's funny kind of looks like two dudes sitting there yeah, all that's right together. <laughs> that's right but you know comics have a hard time uh, depicting uh, tiny tremulous muscle movements and, uh, <laughs> that kind of thing exactly you can just imagine that they're wiggling their eyebrows or something yeah winking every once in a while Jane however is wandering off Jane get over here let's get organized says Cliff There's definitely something not right about this place, she says. Cliff agrees, and the sooner they get Rhea out of here, the better. Anyway, we'll get nothing done if we stand around here. We're going to have to separate. Like they do. (laughs) That seems like the only sensible way to get this place checked out. I'll go back this way. And Crazy Jane's going to take the tents. And Cliff says, if anything goes wrong, holler. Otherwise, meet back here in ten minutes. Ten minutes, okay? Yeah, this is gonna go well. <laughs> it could possibly go on. Totally. Uh, Rebus decides to go visit the grotto of the grotesque. How about you, sir? Or is that madam? Or both? How can you resist a stolen glimpse of the night side of nature, the left hand of creation? Step into step this way into a world of hidden and forbidden wonders. Behold the mysteries of the flesh. Habba, habba. See there, Cesarina, the beautiful albino somnambulist, who converses with angels in her ceaseless sleep. <laughs> so we've got, yep, yeah, an albino lady sleeping while she's sitting up. And she's jabbering away about all the things she's seeing. And we have the girl of glass who fell from the moon one forgotten summer evening. Three times each month she searches in vain for her lost face they say her kiss brings ecstasy and oblivion or perhaps this might be more to your liking <laughs> the beautiful babushka babushka form within form within form every nine months babushka gives birth to a scaled-down perfect replica of herself excellent it's like those russian dolls <laughs> The smallest child is invisible to the naked eye, but very shortly it too will give birth. We feed them with the aid of a powerful microscope. Form within form, where will it end? Rebus finds it fascinating. Precise isomorphic mapping in a living organism. Oh my goodness. And we get the space people. I think it's the space people. No, maybe somebody in the shadows there. They're watching Rebus on the TV screen. And Euroboros. Oh, yeah, this is the other space people. Yeah, yeah. There's space people, and then there's other space people. Yeah, <laughs> these are the, the not-so-geometric space people. These right. are the weird, grotesque space people. Yes. I thought they were all dead. Shall we take it with us? I'm not sure we have the authority, says the other one. And Rebus thinks that it heard voices... But uh, the circus dude is, perhaps it's the voice of the original Babushka, the first great ghost mother of whom these children are but the visible, tangible progeny. We'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. We have Rhea wandering through the Hall of Mirrors. I always love the Hall of Mirrors. Who doesn't? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we're seeing all these different reflections of... I guess, yeah, they probably wouldn't enjoy it. They don't it. get near as, as much a kick out of me. <laughs> That's right. There's nothing here. It's empty. <laughs> what, 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 why is this fun? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they just crash through it all anyway. Maria, however, she's seeing reflections of all her different selves. When she had a mullet, when she had a costume, when she had eyes and a face. She's looking at it all and she's like, yes, the past. Yes, tell us. These mirrors show only the past. That's because the future remains to be seen, says someone. Come with us, Rhea. She's like, no, wait, I don't want to go anywhere. But the voice again says, come (laughs) with us. Mm -hmm. And she screams out a no, and all of her reflections look on in terror as something happens. She drops a... What was she holding? She drops a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She drops the honey. Honey's all over the floor. And then we wander over to Crazy Jane, and she meets the uh, circus gypsy. Come in, my dear. Come in. I've been expecting you. What do you wish from me? Well, if you're so great, you'll know why I'm here, won't you? (laughs) Hold out your head, my sweet. The future waits there, engraved on the palm. We carry our fate in plain sight, but few have the eyes to read what is written there. Ah, that's nice. You have a very long lifeline. It goes all the way around. (laughs) Crazy Jane is like, that's a seam. I'm wearing gloves. (laughs) 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 Then shall we try another window into the future? Dare we view the living tarot? I think so. See? Trump 23, the key reversed. What does that mean? Desires thwarted, the flesh is a cage in which the tigerish soul frets and paces, it's a trap. And now the nine of wounds, a journey by water becoming stream, the madness in the eyes of birds. The sound of a bell struck three times. Ruin, go on, says Jane. She's very <laughs> indulgent. That's right. Yes, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, Yes, Tell me more. Tell me more. The Prince of Wheels. The sound of dry leaves of the familiar made strange knowledge gained through sacrifice. Oh, my sweet, the future looks bleak. And then we wander over to Cliff. He's found the shooting gallery. <laughs> And the shooting gallery is filled with, instead of cute little ducks, it's filled with presidents. (laughs) Of course. Oh, no, not just presidents. People who have been shot. So we've got both the Kennedys and Lenin and St. Sebastian, maybe? Oh, victims. Fabulous prizes to be won on the rifle range. Our guns use only the finest mistletoe bullets. Cliff, however, is walking on by. He is not amused. Listen, I just need some information. Let me offer you a glimpse of the astounding clockwork man. Once set in motion, this cunning automaton runs for 75 years, simulating the stages of life. Have you seen a girl with red hair? (laughs) He seems to live, to breathe, to age, but he is simply the work of master craftsmen who... All right, I've had enough of this crap. What's going on here? (laughs) Where's Rhea Jones? And they have all kind of come to the same conclusion. Crazy Jane is like, you're just trying to stall me. You're trying to keep me from finding Rhea. And the crazy or the other space people, they're like, they've begun to suspect. Our work (laughs) is done. (laughs) We have the lodestone. Time to collapse the tableau and depart. Shall we take the Eroboros? Oh, that word. Why not? It may interest Huss. What's going on, says Cliff, as everything kind of vanishes and warps around him. He just goes, "Ah, Oh, no. And the circus is gone, and all that's left are Cliff and Crazy Jane. And they, of course, don't know what happened. Everything's just been drained out of existence, and they know they've lost Rhea and Rebus and the circus. And Cliff is like, Ah, oh, god damn it! I've screwed up again. I knew I and Crazy then interrupts Cliff look something's coming too late we've got Mm -hmm. the space creatures the geometric space creatures we're too late too late the Geomancers have anticipated us don't panic (laughs) and Cliff just looks at them and he's like ah holy shit (laughs) next Lost in Space lovely 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 Alright, so the Geomancers are the crazy aliens, and the angular geometric aliens are not the Geomancers. Oh. Keeping it all straight. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, well, I mean, they're all crazy. When when it comes, and we'll see later on, neither side is very uh, sane. Very stable, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Alrighty, that brings us to the end. We get the uh, letters page, and it sounds like the editor is looking for some. Well, yeah, he says sales are going up a little bit with this issue. Cancellation doesn't look to be in the book's future. Uh, Can't believe that was ever in an, it, and you know, an issue. Yeah, not if it lasted as long as it did. I mean, uh, it, especially. It, Morrison well yeah are you just going to cancel Morrison book like that no. No. this was early early, this was Morrison. early Morrison this is where he was making his name for sure but he was already doing like award winning work in animal Med at times yes that's true they were just figuring out what they had yeah. just figuring out what they had alrighty so that brings us to the end of this issue I don't remember many ads as we read through it the story was just so captivating, the ads washed over my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Books of Magic. This was about the time Books of Magic was coming out. Was that the original? Yeah, book one, the original. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, game Yes. Good stuff, good stuff. Yes. It's uh, the only thing that jumped out at me. Some sort of 3D Batman thing. Batman 3D was uh, it the it the first computer generated one or? Uh, I don't think so this one was by Byrne John Byrne oh okay 3D effects hmm it was with, with the glasses and everything I think so yeah no, somehow I missed that one Mm-hmm. that's alright if there was anything new they tried it on Batman and <laughs> there you go there you go exactly Alrighty. Okie dokie. That brings us to the end. You are welcome to visit us on our website, which is doompodtroll.com. Or mm-hmm. you can send us an email, which is also doompodtroll at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Either way, we're happy to uh, chit-chat with you on the interwebs. Dibber jabber on the free That's right. <laughs> Alrighty, we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.